Yeah, I've been waiting to sit down and do this. For, like, <laughs> like the first week I was like gone on vacation, I felt like great that I didn't have anything to totally. do. But like immediately after that first week, things are building up to talk about. Well, my in my head just starts running again. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh fuck, we got to do this. Oh, that's gonna be good. Oh yeah, I want to talk about this. I don't, yeah, I didn't have any sort of like outlet just to like mm-hmm. pour my bullshit into. Totally. But we're back. We're back. Tinder fluids is back. But I just want to do holiday, like yeah, holiday what, what stuff. The fuck ha- holiday what you, talk. Yeah. What have you oh, been wait, thinking let me get about? A what have you been doing? Because I've had uh, just a whirlwind of a gender journey over these. Oh, some gender journey. Mostly gender journey. Interesting. I've had some gender journey myself. Really? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Um, well, so I'm trying to like think like, where does it start? Sure. I guess instead of talking about like all these little instances and things that happened, it's more just like, I just had like, you know, I just spent a little over two weeks with my immediate and slightly extended family, really just what I call my family in Colorado. So it's my parents, my two sisters, my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, and my grandparents. And the whole crew was only really there for three days altogether, but I was there for two weeks with like my immediate family more or less. Right. And so it was just like, but it was also the first extended holiday I've had with them since I've like been transy, trans, trans. Yeah. Like, like super transy. Like I've always been, you know, I've been transitioning for a while now, but it's like, yeah, it's pretty undeniable. There's no like skirting past the grandparents. It's just, it's not really be in denial. No. And well, there's, yeah, there's also no way like, that my grandparents could like look at me and even visually deny what's going on. Like even if I did try and throw on some big sweater to cover my tits, there's still going to be tits there. Right. Right. So it was the first time that I like, didn't have to, I didn't try and like cover anything up. And I was like, no, just going to do this myself. Yeah. Let's Mm -hmm. just see how this goes. And so, but it went way better than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, the hardest part is just the whole misgendering thing. Sure. Just the constant getting heed. Right. Yeah. Which I think everybody that's any sort of gender non something or whatever uh has to deal with that's sure. not, like all the time but gender non something is a good yeah one, you're just something out yeah, there something it's like you're not it's not just trans people or just gender non-conforming people it's just all it's just yeah you have to just, deal with some little gender moments of like eh, okay yeah but so i i had to deal with a lot of heeing and it was really interesting to watch who would do it and in what context they would do it mm-hmm. because like I had, I didn't, I never really thought of this, but I think now I believe that a lot of misgendering comes from like odd social pressure mm-hmm. of not wanting to make somebody else feel awkward. Totally. So like I really, the person that I was watching most was my dad. Cause like everybody else in my family is pretty, my mom and my two sisters are all pretty on board with it and pretty good. Right. Yeah. And my dad's like been really working at it and like trying to like consistently she, right. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because he was better about it when he was only around our immediate totally. family. But as soon as my grandparents got thrown in the mixture, the he's slipped out uh-huh. way more because they were only saying he, right. My yeah. grandparents nowhere near starting to well, use it's female. Com- you're communicating and he's trying to communicate with people who are using language differently. And well, so I don't, yeah, well not, I don't think it's that. I think it's that like when he hears them say that, I think there's two things that happen. One, I think your brain just naturally slips into the old mode of like mm-hmm. talking. And then two, 
I think there's a, like this worry of making the other person that fucked up feel awkward. Totally. Right? So, and the reason I think that is because when we went, we were skiing, when we went and got our ski passes, there was like a gay dude hmm. that like was selling us our like ski passes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, my no name is still Kevin Austin Smart. Right. And so like when it appeared officially, it was Kevin, but then I was like, oh, it's actually Austin. And for, um, for the whole first part of the exchange, the ski dude, I hadn't identified myself as like, oh, that's me because my dad was doing all the talking. Yeah. The ski dude was just saying he, right? Yeah. Totally fine. Expected that to happen. But then as soon as my dad was like, oh, well, it's Kevin Austin. Uh, that's Kevin Austin. And I was like, hey, and the gay dude like was like, oh, and he had a little click, but then he <laughs> didn't change immediately to she. And Still and then I saw really my know, and yeah and he's like oh Austin so he started using my name more but like then I realized my dad was already in a he mode yeah. even up until that we'd been having conversations and he was sheing like all the time so I yeah. think it was out of a you know he's not even trying well, to communicate if it's you, just like if he now says she that's inherently correcting the other person whether it's a grandparent or the stranger yeah and so I think that your dad who's very like kind polite Texany like doesn't just doesn't want to like make a thing of it but I think a lot of people are that way where right. they feel they feel a fear of making another person feel awkward because then that person will have a recognition when really you that's fine and you should make that person feel awkward because that awkwardness isn't a bad thing that's a little teaching moment you teach by example just lead through your actions right and you can say it's it's actually she you know yeah well i mean especially to a gay dude you know yeah 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 but i mean in that context i didn't care Right. It, I'm, I was also just kind of having a fun time observing. Like <laughs> yeah, a, sure. This was all like a big anthropology study and yeah. like how this family's dealing with the, having a trans, <laughs> a trans at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, tra- a trans at Christmas. That's going to be our gender fluids <laughs> <laughs> Christmas movie yeah, coming yeah. out here. <laughs> you just show like the oh, grandmother like having like a moral quandary of whether to wrap it with like pink <laughs> sparkly ribbon or, like, or there's pink ribbon <laughs> like a pink and blue pattern versus like a green and yellow yeah. one, and you're like, what? Which one would Austin like better? <laughs> a transit Pink Christmas. and blue. <laughs> oh, what if your grandma like learned enough and started wrapping all your gifts in, in like pink, blue, and white? Oh, I mean, something. all of our gifts like are pretty the... gender neutrally wrapped. No, but you get like trans flag colors. I mean, oh <laughs> she's, she becomes a, a P flag. What do you... Yeah, that we I don't know that I mean I kind of be into it on the level of like oh my god this is hilarious mm-hmm. I love that I'm getting trans wrapped presents that'd now. be great your grandma's <laughs> trying so like, hard it's just like, here I know these are your, are your colors this is the most grandma way to like yeah. show like support it's like well I'll just wrap your presents in the colors in the colors of your flag <laughs> this is what you like right. <laughs> Oh, anyway, that's fun. Yeah, your dad. Your dad's such a sweetheart. Yeah, and so that's the thing is like there's no... It would be harder if I knew there was ill intention behind right. it, right? But he's since, just trying his best. Yeah, but since I know like he's making like For a everybody. very good yeah. genuine effort and he's made like a lot of like progress, it's been fun to see really kind of have a, a firsthand like experiment of how people... Mm-hmm learn how to pronoun me who because most people that just engage with me now she me right it's just a a pretty instinctual thing especially for like you know if you don't haven't known me for a long time right it's like yeah it seems right so oh yeah it's it's interesting to see how people learn to pronoun me who have known me longer because Mm. i've kind of always had a thing where i don't correct people or tell people what pronouns to use it's just like it's almost like my own little like barometer of passing. 
Mm-hmm. Like, totally. Just kind of like a natural kind of like Yeah, people control. kind of take that away from you when they go, what are your pronouns? And see, that's part of what I don't like yeah. about that. It's like, no, like I want you, I want to see how you see me. Like that's more yeah. interesting to me than me telling you how you can pretend to see me. Yeah, and I like watching people naturally figure out how to rewire their brains to do it, yeah. right? I think that's a better, it's, I think that's it's a better healthier. process. I understand the necessity behind having to tell people sometimes, sure. especially if you're like a non-binary person who wants they, them, but like visually you read like very masculine or very feminine yeah if it's like that's a, that if makes you read sense, way like, different than what people's expectations of your pronouns would be i guess that's useful but it's just like yeah i don't fuck i fucking i don't really think i've ever been like actually can you start doing this now i think i yeah, did that with I my hated family that people once. ask me honestly like people for shows this is what keeps happening now people when they're hosting the people so the people who ask like thank you so much because a lot of people don't ask a lot of people use aren't putting the isaac in there or what like i'm so yeah. people who ask about all this thank you so much but the problem is when they do what'll happen is I'll tell them well I mean my real preference is if you can if you can avoid pronouns I'm going to stop saying this I've realized because what I had been saying is my real preference is if you avoid pronouns but I understand that like sometimes you just can't avoid them and in that case just default to she her that's what I've been telling people and inevitably that those hosts get up there and they go either they them the whole time or they say she feel a little awkward for a second and then start they, them, daring me. And this yeah. happens over and over and over. So I'm going to stop saying none. I'm just going to say she, her, she, her, she, her. I am living as a woman. I identify as a boy <laughs> or a gender fluid boy, whatever, but I'm, I choose to live as a woman. So that's the pronouns that I'm going to use. So I've decided that, but I had to figure that all out. And that was part yeah. of it is this whole summer of everything. It was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? But I think, at least for now, <laughs> um, that's my answer. And I'm just, I don't want to be they themed. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fit you well. It's just not, it's not me. It's, you know, it's kind of like how there are styles that are popular and people, certain people look good in certain styles and certain people totally. don't. I think the same some way Some people about, could probably pull off they them. That's I, such yeah, a good point. I think about like language that way. It's like some it's work, it's just not, yeah, it's not you. It, it's, it's technic, technically it's correct for what you're mm-hmm. doing, but it's sure. just, it doesn't fit you well. It's not my vibe. It's not my yeah. style. Yeah. You know, all, I was thinking about it and it was like, you know, you're, all these hosts are asking you how do you what pronouns do you prefer how do you prefer to be identified as and it's oddly ironic because no matter how they introduce you they're kind of like setting up like a certain angle of your entire totally. set right because totally. your whole set deals with it so so whatever it's like, they dude, it's set like, look, up whatever you'd say it, i'm fixing to just like talk about it anyways right and fuck with so it. i so don't just, need you to tell them my gender and that's exactly what it is i'm like please don't and that's why she her is a better default because they're already wired to think she her for me and so i don't want to disrupt that because i want to talk about it i don't want this host to impose some shit on me yeah because yeah it's like oh i'll handle my fucking gender okay yeah, i'll it, tell these people some shit about my gender it sounds really cheesy but it's like look whatever you say you're gonna put me in a box i just right. have more jokes written about this first box right so like, like i prefer that from one. the pers- i'm talking from the perspective of this box so yeah, yeah. don't put me in those they them fucking boxes those ambiguous <laughs> they them boxes well <laughs> it's just that, preachy they sound it's that'd be a good band name <laughs> like for a math rock or jazz like fusion band ambiguous they them boxes <laughs> something it's like just that. like it's just like cubist like vaginas are their logos mm-hmm. just square vaginas because oh, you get it mm-hmm. boxes boxes i got it i got it <laughs> anyway here's the other thing 
here's the reason I've been like really looking forward to like sitting down and just like doing this again. It's because I didn't realize it until I was on vacation with my family. It's like, I really do hang out with a lot of queer people and a lot of weird people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I didn't, and I always say like people always, you know, I had family members and other friends be like, Hey, so-and-so is coming on as trans. Like, can you like help them like get into the queer community? And I always say like, I don't, hey, I'm sorry. I'm probably the wrong person because I'm not really in the queer community, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I always say. But it wasn't until I was outside of my city for two weeks, like mm-hmm. with my family, that I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like Austin I'm is not, a queer community. Yeah, I was like, I'm not in like <laughs> this, the like official like under the banner like let's do all the official event queer communities. But queer like here, yeah, I've built my own queer community. Yeah. But I, I was just like, I it once it dawned on me, I was just like, dude, like. I'm only around straight white people. Uh-huh. Everybody around me is like a straight, pretty white person. And it's fuck. It was so uncomfortable. Like I started to like feel like really, really fucking weird. Yeah. Like we'd go out to eat and walk into a restaurant and I'd look around. It's like, yeah, you're all fucking straight. Everybody surrounding me is straight. It was, I don't oh, know. I know. It was like being in an oddly quaint horror movie. Right. <laughs> Where it's like, cause I, I here's the thing. I got that. on Tinder to like look for people to fuck. Yeah. And there were seven women in this town. Nice. Seven. <laughs> I, love I only that. got two matches out of the seven. Hey, two nice. for seven. Hey, but nice. Good job. Yeah. Tons of dudes. Yeah. Lots of dudes. Lots of dudes that messaged me like, I mean, I'm not into trans girls, but you're beautiful. So good luck out there. I was nice. Like, you know, that's a decent way to like dip <laughs> out for being like, because here's what that was like. like. No, you fooled me. Yeah. It was like, I swiped and wasn't hey, really paying that's... attention. I was like. <laughs> nice, yeah. Score. So, thanks, but, man. But even my validation as a you queer just person. Back. Was thanks, from, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> I love that, dude. I'll, dude, I'll tuck my titties back. I'll pass. Let's yeah, suck yeah, each other's dicks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Some bro for bro shit, man. Come on. <laughs> if you want to do this bro style, we can do that too, man. <laughs> Whatever you need to tell yourself. <laughs> Look, I'll put a blindfold on. You'll suck your dick. You won't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've sure always, I have always wanted to be that person, you know, yeah. you know, those videos where it's like, Oh, we're going to let a girl suck your dick, but you got to put on a blindfold and then yeah, the dude I've just sucks their dick. I've wanted to be, I just want to be the person sucking that dick. Like sure. that sounds. Yeah. I think you can really so realize this dream pretty easily. If anybody out there wants to make a porno with me. Yeah. Find out to make it just the right amount of consent or whatever for legal. Well, it's all fake. Well, I know, but we got to get a guy who like, I don't know. There's got to be some good no, area. I'm all about or being... Or a good actor, I guess. I just want to... I'm fine if it's acting. I don't need it as to be As long as like it's real. good acting. That's the problem. There's so many bad actors with these storylines, but yeah. if it's a good actor, that's great too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I just want to role play. I just want to be the person like, yeah, I'm getting away with this. Totally. You know? Mm. Here's the thing. I don't like getting off to those videos. I just want to uh, be that person. I don't think the videos are actually hot. But yeah. Just, you would it would have to be like, hey, a hot girl is gonna fuck you in the ass. Put this blindfold on. <laughs> just a hot dude fucks him in the ass instead. If it was that, I would be so into those videos. But I don't really care about watching a dude get a blowjob. Oh, it turns out that mouse was a fucking trans woman. I don't care or a dude or whatever. No, <laughs> not. I want you to get fucked by a big black dick and you know. <laughs> You thought, and we're back. You thought it was a girl with it a took strap us, on. It took us 17 minutes to get to the first mention of the black bits <laughs> from Ariel. Whatever. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. 
I'm Austin Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous boy lesbian. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. On FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoyed the episode, y'all. I've been, I've been fucking along here. I love it. Dude. <sighs> I've been fucking along here. It sounds like a hunting term. Um, like, oh man, I got me a long hair. No, but it's like... Mm, she's a good one. She's a... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fucking a girl. Hmm. Yeah, it's and really unabashed nice. girl. It's been, it's the first. It's really it's the first for, girl you fucked since I think since my first girlfriend in high school. Like I've been thinking about all the partners that I've had. Like one of them even um, who had long hair technically, but I wouldn't necessarily call them long, long hair. hair. Well, I think we had a little conversation some months ago. You know, uh, they were listening to gender fluids, and I think they said something about non-binary this or that. So that's why I'm doing this. Thing. It actually feels right to say they a little bit. Um, anyway, I don't know. I'll have to ask them about that. But so I've been thinking, yeah, I've been going through my, all the people that I dated and it's like, there's a lot of middle ground people, like a lot of, you know, middle gender. I mean, and I, I think, think I you're thought, soon to be second ex-wife qualifies as a long hair. It, like she was more of a long hair, but I think still we both thought of ourselves as being kind of in the middle. Yeah. And I think that I, th- I thought that that's. Um, what I wanted, like, like, uh, there's, but that's kind of that homosexual thing. Like mm. I was still looking for myself a little and I, I feel so like right in the world being with someone who's different, that like the often, short yeah. hair, long hair, that yin yang thing. I'm like, Oh God, I've missed it. Like this is See, what got me to lesbianism in the first place. And I think that comes back to what we've been talking about where it's not about like gay or straight. It's about like sameness and difference and like what proportions of that you kind of want in your life and how you manage those proportions of sameness and difference. Because everybody does it. Even the straight up penis vagina, people who've been calling themselves straight, like everybody's queer. If if they think about it for a second, (laughs) they're queer. You know, we all have these genders. We all have these sexualities and these things of like... Yeah, what genitals and sameness and and in sameness and different because because I say we're di- but then I I love all the things that we have in common in all the ways that we're both we are both kind of um, mm-hmm. you know a little bit more masculine or like she's a little bit more masculine than maybe the average like I don't even know if pretty masculine blonde, is the right word pretty bimbo, blonde like stereotypical, stereotypical bimbo whatever <laughs> bimbo is your word um, and then no I'm, I mean but that's like it well first off there's a whole fetish called bimbofication totally. that I think we talked about but we right. should talk about it later but, but that vibe but yeah but just like hi I'm hey. yeah like I couldn't you know and I'm more uh, gonna be more feminine in touch with my feminine side certainly than like some dude and so it's like oh right that's what lesbianism is Two vagina people, but I think it's supposed to be a short hair and a long hair person who, anyway, you know how me with my supposed to be. I know. <laughs> and, and I can fucking hear some like <laughs> fucking leftist click clacking on like the keyboard right now. Like you're just imposing. I know. Heteronormativity. And by the way, I know. I think it's really funny to, to declare that I believe in that heteronormativity. <laughs> that, that is correct. I think that, I think that like, you know, hot, you know, gay stuff. Mask for mask, femme for femme stuff, that's hot, that's kinky, that's sexy. But like marriage should probably be between some kind of butch and some kind of femme. Really? (laughs) 
you know, I think that's just what uh, makes sense. That's what interlocks. That's what, you know, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm half kidding because this is my mother's position and also, and also you're twice divorced. So I'm <laughs> what divorced. the fuck is your opinion worth? Good point. But they were or both, maybe more they were both medium hairs. That's the thing. They were both medium hairs. Yeah. I should have married a long. <laughs> well, maybe for uh, you, you need that know. opposition. I th- well, that's what I mean. I yeah. just mean for me. Yeah. Everyone else can have their own sexuality. I just like to impose my shit on everybody else. And I am kidding. That's the point where I say to the leftist clicking, I'm kidding. Cause that's my little game that I play where I over universalize <laughs> anything I learned from myself. And I'm like, this is what I prescribe for everyone and also fuck off if like like if that's what i want to like how i want to see the world that's how i want to see the world it's just a fun thing to declare because it, yeah. it's like I, it's when i say like no my opinion's right awesome it's like obviously <laughs> i know that i'm kidding it's just it's that's part of my little persona so anyway i think that marriage <laughs> <laughs> should be between a long hair and a short hair or two true medium hairs but i think i didn't understand how much of a short hair can, i could be again what if it was like two what if it's two dudes but it's like a top and a bottom like are those opposites enough to like overcome well, that's your the long thing. hair short i think hair? a lot of the well because i'm that's why the long hair short hair thing isn't perfect because a lot of the gay dudes maybe one of them kind of was the guy one of them kind of was the girl you know it's yeah. like i'm saying like that was an unwoke question but i think it was really getting at a lot of truth and so sometimes, even if they both had short hair, because that's what's in fashion or whatever, one of them turns out to have been a long hair spirit, you know. Long hair spirit, short hair spirit. <laughs> yeah, okay, we, we're not going to culturally appropriate the Native American terms, so instead it'll be long hair spirit, short hair spirit, medium hair spirit. <laughs> and so, uh, also, it's just like, you know, people are talking about like big dick energy or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like, no, 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 that's some short hair spirit. <laughs> Or yep. short hair soul, long hair soul. Short hair soul. Yeah, we could do that. You say soul, so yeah, it's let's a little soul. A step away oh, from... Oh, yeah. I've started talking on stage about how I believe in souls. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> so perfect. Short hair souls and long hair souls. Yeah. And see, I'm a short hair soul in a long hair body that I've cut the hair off of. You know? I took the little Barbie doll and made it into sort of a kin. <laughs> yeah. But then, yeah. So, anyway... So <laughs> into sort of a Ken. Ken, right? What was it? Take a Ken doll and poke a hole in it. You got to do it yourself. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not wearing bras anymore. Update. Really? Mm-hmm. So what happened was I was reading oh that gosh. Moody Bitches book, which I highly recommend to everyone. Um, I mean, I guess if you're like a cis, if you're, if you're a cis gay male, you could probably skip the book, even though there's good stuff in there for you too. But it, literally everyone else should read this book, Moody Bitches. Um, but anyway, at one point she talks about bras and the thing, and she's just very like economist about this stuff. Cause some of it's like, Ooh, she could get in trouble if the wrong blogger, like listened to some of her heteronormative, you know, whatever that kind of stuff, but people, they don't really read books. So, um, all the way through anyway. <laughs> so, so the book is so I good. I got the first two paragraphs. Um, I, I know what it's about. I can write a little headline. So, so anyway, she talks about how if you wear a bra, um, like the more you wear a bra, like your body doesn't have to hold your boobs up really. So it kind of atrophies some of the muscles. So not wearing a bra actually lifts your breasts 12% a year up. Um, and wearing a bra, uh, increases your chance of breast cancer, especially sports bras, especially wearing them at night. Um, and it, I mean, think about binders and stuff like you're really going to get sports bra cancer. Well, so, well, th- no, th- there's a difference between the signs behind binders and behind sports bras. Hmm. Also, cause like sports bras push your boobs like up, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's, they're still oddly designed to like push up and in for support, 
binders. There's a, like most good binder companies. Um, I only know this because I follow several of them on Instagram and like, you know, keep mm-hmm. up on my train and shit. But, like they like give guides for how to like safely bind, like without putting too much pressure in like a harmful yeah. manner. On your I wonder breast, about right? the bras that I have. Cause like, I feel like mine, you know, the kinds that I buy aren't the kind of like push them up in some kind of cleavage way. You know, it's like I'm pushing them down. But anyway, either way, like, That seems that strikes me as so true that not wearing the bras would actually like help strengthen, you know, those muscles or form them, whatever, Um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like if you support something, it's like the opposite of training with weights on. You know what I mean? You're kind of cushy. So I've started wearing and it's it's it is kind of liberating something I thought I needed. I, I love anytime I shed something that I thought I needed. Yeah. It's one extra step a day. It's like if you think that you need some medication and you get rid of that in your life and you're like, you know what? I don't need this. Like I love shedding those kinds of things. And so I've just been, and it kind of changes the way I dress a little bit, but it's really nice. And then it's like, you know, being with a woman and our two bodies are just, they're braless together. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's, uh, yeah. Nice. I know you'd mentioned like you like trying to keep or liking to keep like your sports bra on like uh-huh. while fucking. And I was just like, dude, like I didn't say it cause I didn't want, didn't want to be like too much of a dick. But I was like, that's like, Oh, you're taking away the best part. Like that, like chest skin on skin mm-hmm. contact just always feels I know. so I mean, good. I knew I kind of missed that a little bit, but it didn't seem as worth it to me. But then maybe because when I was with Loverboy, like, he wasn't that interested in my chest and I have issues with my, and like I'd yeah. never really gotten that much pleasure from no, it before. I mean, before. it made sense, right? Like totally. all your reasons like clicked and I was like, cool. If that's like, and I, in a, on an odd way for a while, it did seem like a gender affirming thing. Like, yeah, right. I can just keep this on. Right. But then it came to a different place because like the girl doesn't care about, you know, like gender or anything. She just likes me, you yeah. know? And then, and then, and that's more of me that we, and so for like the first several weeks, you know, when we were hooking up sometimes, like I did keep my sports bra on and then back then I was wearing, and then, and then I was reading that book and then she does not And then I was just like, you know what? I think I'm not going to wear, <laughs> I don't want to get this kind of cancer. I don't, or, you know, or like, and I don't, and I want my boobs to lift and not just set, you know, like I want, that's, I want to heal my body that way and so even if you weren't going to get those benefits let's say would you have done it still i don't know i don't know if like my incentive would have been enough for me to try i'm just glad i did because as it turns out like i'd never really enjoyed my boobs being touched or not full, like with with two of my partners i've had some kind of enjoyment but it was very iffy and now like i'm just genuinely enjoying my breasts and insects you know Oh my God, that's so great. Yeah. Like I've just really been healing my relationship with my boobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. You were like, I've got some shit to talk about. Yeah. I'm just like, Oh my God. Yeah. That is some shit. Also, I ate ass last night. <laughs> Ariel, what? Oh, <laughs> high five. Oh, finally. God, we got to write Mo. Oh, we got to let Mo know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, Dude. because, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's not, okay. Yay. <laughs> we're healing our body. There's but like, let's get to the balloons are, are, are falling like, from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought doves and balloons. <laughs> uh, can we cue the marching band? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Edit it in. You're, you're a measure ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I'm also trying to smoke at the same time. And I was like, how long are we going? Uh, 
Let's speed this up. It was Hold honestly on. supposed to be my little solo, but... Oh. Well, I wanted to join in. That's yeah, fine. I, I, I miss band. Why are you using this shitty lighter? It's working. Because I took one of the ones upstairs last night. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, what but happened seriously, was... Yay about the boobs. I'm really glad. I got a lot of thoughts on the boobs, but sure, like... Sure, we can circle back. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Okay, so... First of all, I just wanted to give her a massage because I just like, I love her body so much. And I just like, was like, oh man, like, let's get this while it lasts. Like I genuinely <laughs> would just love to rub your body, you know, like this does not feel like a chore. To later. <laughs> yeah. Just like it, while it doesn't feel like a chore to me, um, let's like rub your body. But so she has this one, not, I mean, it's like, I was, you know, enjoying massaging her, but she's like oddly ticklish. And so I'm like, and she doesn't have as much, you know, she's young. And so she doesn't have as much just like constant pain everywhere <laughs> to like really, you know, like if you touch me anywhere, it's like, oh, okay, oh, anywhere. Yeah. But for her, and so, but it's, you know, but now her ass is just right there. And so <laughs> I start fucking her and like, and, and the ass or just, well, just in her, yeah, in her, in her vagina. vagina. In her vagina. Okay. And we've, but so we've done some stuff before. Um, like what? Just like fing- I've done some finger stuff that I know like was was when it's kind of okay. new to her, yeah. but like just I'm, I'm just kind of experimented a little yeah. bit to see casual I, touching. I yeah, but I well and, and semi not so casual a little, but you know like it's <laughs> it's been it's all like I could you know, but we're both kind of shy in certain ways, and I don't know. There's like you know, so anyway, um, but I'm I'm fucking her and I'm like looking down. And I'm like, oh. Like at some point I have this thought because I'm like using my finger and I was like, I, I should definitely eat her ass right now. Like if I'm going to eat anyone's ass, like the, the way I feel about this girl, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be grossed out by this. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then I looked at, and I'm like, Oh, the, the, the asshole is just the from behind clit. <laughs> you know what I, <laughs> and, I, and all this stuff. And except you can fuck it too, you know? <laughs> no one had ever explained it to me before. I just never had any good science teachers. I never heard that the asshole is the from behind clip. Okay, I don't know if that was something people said or not. Because no, I was like, well, I've, look at this. It's the same little. Tr- <laughs> God, just yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. That's what a vagina clip so asshole funny. is. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't gross at all. And it was no. great. <laughs> she liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it feels wonderful. I and just it's love fine making her feel good. <laughs> oh. I'm topping like, 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 oh, right. Topping I like just, a real boy. I just needed a long hair <laughs> to bring it out in me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so you, did, you didn't run to the bathroom and like brush your teeth? No, afterwards. we kissed and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it kind of hot being yeah. like, yeah, we don't care. Lick my spatula. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's an insane thing from, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you make me so sex positive. <laughs> yeah, because you're actually into her. I'm actually into her, yeah. Oof. Oh, man. I like being into someone. Yeah, dude, I fucking told you out. with all these other people. You've been, I've been like, dude, you're fucking spending energy. You're not actually into them. And then I'm like, know. look, oh, see? I didn't get yeah. it. It's like, it, does, it shouldn't be hard. No, oh God. It should be soft, like her asshole. Uh-huh. Like everything. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, well, I found one of my people. Mm-hmm. You got your long hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn, that's so good. Okay, I'm gonna pour another glass of wine. Okay, <laughs> finish yours. Also, okay, so I can't. I might put this in. I don't know, but I can't. I'm not going to give away any other identifying information about who these people are. But mm-hmm. it's just this couple, and uh, <laughs> it just threw us like. Because here's the thing: another thing that happened on vacation is I don't really like messaging people. I don't message back and forth. It's not interesting to me, uh, and it's like a chore almost. Mm-hmm. But I did like end up like meeting this couple and like just messaging this one person all through this break. It was mm-hmm. kind of like my mental like mm-hmm. uh, queer release, right? Ah, uh, sure. Amongst everything. And also just like, it was like this fun, it's the first time I've really flirted with somebody for an extended period of time without ever being around them, nice. right? In a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, through through talking to them for two weeks, um, I found out that one, this is some nerd shit, but one, they're, they like are like extremely attracted to Slytherins. Mm. They're a Ravenclaw, but they <laughs> mm-hmm. are attracted to Slytherins. It's a good match, I find. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, okay. I, I'll finish this, but I've got a Harry Potter house thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very attracted to Slytherins. I love a Harry Potter house thing. <laughs> Two, have a thing for cats. Oh. And cat girly type people. Mm-hmm. And uh, three, have a thing for like sister, sister, like porn and things like that, oh, right? Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like sister exploration or whatever, like okay. two sisters fucking. Anywho. Yep. Okay. So, but, but then, so I'm flirting with this person and uh, the person that they're with is also a trans girl. And so I'm just like, dude, I was like, you realize that like, you're essentially setting up this like fantasy where you're producing a porno for yourself. That is like two trans girls taking poly juice potion, turning themselves into like cat girls, uh, pretending to be sisters and then fucking each other. Cause we're both Slytherins. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you just, you just like bagged two of your type at the same time. That's great. I was like, what But also just like fucking like slot chance of like sexuality and gender shit in the world and mm-hmm. nurture. How, what if what are the fucking odds that you bag that if you it's like want i found it, you manifest tra- it yeah <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a secret austin <laughs> <laughs> she wrote that shit on her mirror and it happened <laughs> it was covering the whole mirror <laughs> she prayed <laughs> <laughs> there were some sacrifices involved <laughs> dude i was thinking about this the other day like we were on drugs and like laying in this bed situation um me and beautiful woman and other there's sexy people around a little bit you know so there was like a vibe and i was just thinking like oh my god what if i could have seven orange himalayan cats walking around (laughs) and seven black Maine coon cats walking around with this like that would be my favorite because the himalayan cats are like light and fluffy like they're so fluffy but they're really light and there's (laughs) that level of pressure and then the Maine coon cats are all heavier and big (laughs) and larger and you just orange and black and just everywhere and then beautiful anyway just designing my future orgy tent (laughs) just cats there were 14 cats (laughs) That's your. That's what you're going to manifest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> just, 
Um, in my six person marriage. <laughs> one day. One day. Fourteen cats. One, one penis person, one more gender queer like me, and then three long hairs. And our two children <laughs> will and be a giant yurt. <laughs> well, yeah, the two children somewhere. will be babysat a lot, I guess, because we'll have so much fucking to do. <laughs> In this cat tent. <laughs> it's like when their lips get cracked as a kid, you don't use Vaseline, you just use like somebody's pussy juice. No, Austin, <laughs> don't bring the children into this. I just said they were being babysat by our <laughs> friends. <laughs> our friends. <laughs> Uh, we babysit them we have so much time to babysit there's six of us we babysit all kinds of neighborhood kids the sex tent is is an adult only place (laughs) we have to make sure those cats are clean enough to get in the house though there's so much cum everywhere (laughs) always wiping cum off on the fluffy cats I'm just imagining a sad, <laughs> dripping wet cat. No, he's the got cats like it. He's got squirted on and drenched. And he's just unhappy <laughs> no, now. No, the cats like it. They love it. They're just petting them and stuff. They love it. It feels like mama's licking them when we rub the lube on their fluffy fur. <laughs> I'm not going to rub it on the sheets. No, the I gotta, we have 14 fluffy cats. Of course you want to feel the cat. The they'll lick it off each other later and they'll do their own cleaning, yeah. actually. What am I thinking? Look, it's CBD lube. It's good for the cats. Yeah, there's CBD lube mixed with all of our all juices. cats are just real mellow. <laughs> <laughs> they're addicted to the CBD, so they know they need to come near you while they they're They love fucking. that tent. Every time we start fucking, they come. They just walk it through the cat door from the Look, house they want the this. tent. The cat door this works is their choice. Yeah. They consent to coming These inside. These are not sex slave cats. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, obviously. They're indoor-outdoor We don't just bundle cats. them up and put them in a kennel. No, it's indoor-outdoor sex cats. Exactly. Oh, yeah. All clawed. They could scratch us if they want. Yeah. And this is a dangerous orgy. Okay. <laughs> we encourage it. There might be some screaming. You know. uh, I'm yeah, not going to lie. A lot these, of us are into this. These cats claws. have a taste for blood. <laughs> they have tasted blood and they like it. You're just fucking and you don't know who's scratching you. There's so many claws. <laughs> Have you ever had a kitten paw at your pussy and just play with it? Just bat back and forth. I don't know what hand that is. Look, we encourage large pussy lips. It's like cat toys for them. They just bat back and forth. (laughs) Oh my god! So that's what I decided. Like the first time that anyone ever hands me a ridiculous amount of money, (laughs) I'm getting fourteen cats. We'll never. We will not be living together then. Well, no. I mean, this is. I would. I would have to have the money to also like house them and have someone take care of them. So. When I say ridiculous, I mean like ridiculous. I have to get to the like a quasi Ellen level of, you know, God, maybe Ellen would sponsor the cat thing though. Oh my God. <laughs> Ellen would sponsor my sex, my inner outdoor sex cats. That'd be really clutch. <laughs> Just imagine you're on Ellen, her. don't you want this to exist? Someone tell her. Yeah. Somebody get a hold of Someone tell Ellen. her there's a boy lesbian in Austin who really who looks up to her. Indoor outdoor sex <laughs> Seven cats. orange fluffy Himalayan. Well, I mean, I say fluffy in case people don't know what Himalayans are, but seven orange, uh, seven flame point Himalayans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then seven black mancoon just free 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 please don't anyone trim any of their hair just like their paws are all covered in fur and just they're big and like that Aww. and i'll name them all oliver and osiris <laughs> <laughs> every single one of them <laughs> 
<laughs> but here's the thing: you have to introduce them all. Yeah, so Oliver. Since Oliver and Osiris, this is uh, Oliver's Oliver. the flame point. Osiris Oliver. is the main coon. In case anyone's wondering, <laughs> Oliver. And that's just that's what Oliver. I want for Christmas next year. Yeah, if anyone Oliver. can arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also need a servant and a house. <laughs> A house and a separate ear uh, in the back. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I had a Harry Potter thing. Um, oh, yeah. So, with this couple, there's this, this one of the girls is trans, and... Uh, Here's the thing that I'd never heard of. It makes sense, kind of, but it's just kind of a nerdy thing I've been thinking about. So before transition, she was a Gryffindor. Oh, I love this already. <laughs> uh-huh. After transition, she became a Slytherin. I love that. Okay. Right? Okay. So already I'm feeling Satan at work and very yes, on board. Satan works in mysterious ways as well. <laughs> But I was just like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense that, like, your house could change as your, like, gender does. Like, I mean, your hormones are changing. Yeah. If you change them. It's not that you're becoming a wholly different person, but maybe, like, your basis and your core is kind of shifting somehow. Like, I don't know. But that was crazy to me. It's like, I've always, always kind of been a Slytherin. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This is a Slytherin podcast, in case no one's noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Slytherin, Slytherin, Slytherin. We don't That's quote. how we should present it. Like, read read the room. But sometimes when I give out our <laughs> business cards, I should be like, "It's a, a, a podcast about gender and sexuality, but two Slytherins." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With, I don't know you. You seem kind of like a you. You could. You're pretty Slytherin-y, but you seem kind of like a Slitherclaw kind of. Yeah, like, I got kind some Ravenclaw like, for sure. Yeah. but yeah, Slitherclaw. If you want to be a fucking fag on it, but yeah, okay. I know. I'm not going to start inventing. All. I'm just saying, like, you've got a little Ravenclaw tendency. Yes, I say like I always say, and like, I wanted to be a Ravenclaw. Without... I used to call myself a Ravenclaw, but it flatters me to call myself a Ravenclaw. And I think the truer thing is Slytherin. Yeah, if I'm being honest, yeah, I always say a Slytherin with a heart. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they're good Slytherins. Mm-hmm. Lots of good people. Not everyone's a murderer. So. We're both Slytherins. Do you have a do you have a taste typically for uh, houses in your dating or sex? I've been thinking about that because um, I, I my two long term relationships I dated a Hufflepuff and a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. What do you think about those? I mean, I think like my general taste in people, I'm into kind of everything. Yeah. Like I find the qualities within each that I really admire, and and you know, totally. And yeah, so I don't, I don't really think I have like a preference. I I don't think I would like anybody from any house that might be like too intensely one-sided. So like, Mm. like, except for Ravenclaw. Ravenclaws are great. (laughs) You could be pretty Ravenclaw, but it's like, I don't want a super Hufflepuffly Hufflepuff. And I don't want to, I don't want a super Gryffindory Gryffindor. I'm still having trouble figuring out exactly what a Gryffindor is because Harry Potter's this weird case. And so. Well, Harry Potter's like an emo Gryffindor and he technically could have been a Slytherin also, you know, at the beginning. So that's why I'm like, describe a, describe a real Gryffindor to me. Uh, I mean, they, I don't know. It's kind of like reading a person and like being like, oh, you're an old soul. It's like you can just kind of tell they're old Gryffindor. Souls, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's that same oh. feeling where it's like oh. with a Gryffindor, like. 
Yeah. You know, they just have like this like general courage, kind of like courageous goodness about them. They like have a natural bit of leadership to them, Mm -hmm. but not, I mean, not always in an arrogant way, but it's just like, I don't know when I think about a Gryffindor, I think about being very comforted by their like presence. Like the presence is like a good, positive, powerful feeling. Like, yeah, they have a sense of good, they have a sense of goodness about them. They have like a, uplifting feeling around them and not to say that the other houses don't but like that's i don't, I don't know and i'm not good at describing them how about really this how about this lisa delarios what house oh do we we're, okay we're gonna have to cut this part Fine. out yeah i yeah. know but i just need to i just need to understand this i don't know her well well uh, enough um i think people, yeah we're because like you can kind of process elimination your way to so let me think of a gryffindor, gryffindor. Yeah. um i mean i think katie was probably a gryffindor you think oh we always called her a Hufflepuff. That she might be a she, well she would she's Gryffindor. the type of like humble Gryffindor that would like people to That's think of so her as a true. Hufflepuff. You're so right. And so Katie's kind of a Gryffindor, but and then um You're so right. Let me think of another I'm trying to think of a comedian that's a Gryffindor. Hmm. So we have a good comparison. So like um I think Ashley Overton's a Gryffindor. Interesting. I could see that. Huh. I think Carlton would be a Gryffindor. Carlton's probably a Gryffindor. You see, but you see the kind yeah. of person I'm pointing to. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, like I think I get. Okay, that really helps me because I think I've had a, a Gryffindor blind spot. Like I think I've pretty much put everyone into like Hufflepuff, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, and then if I couldn't figure one of those out, maybe I would just be like, "Oh, I guess you must be a Gryffindor." But like, no, I think, so I, I, think, I, think I get it a little bit. I think more it's now. just well. I think the reason that we do that mentally is because like you know, Gryffindor is kind of set to be Superman-y almost uh-huh. in a way because it's got the hero contained within it, right? So it almost seems like the goody two shoesy thing. But really, wait, it's kind of like the same thing as like. Not all Slytherins are horrible people. We're anti heroes. Right? Yeah, well, not only that, but like not all Gryffindors are like heroes, right? right? They're just some regular shitty Gryffindors, totally. right? It's just, it's a type of person. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like Deadpool, Slytherin. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. Captain America, Gryffindor. Yeah. Gotcha. Gender fluids, Slytherin. Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Hey. I do have a fetish of the week, though. Okay. And it is, I don't, yeah. So, um, I think we've talked about it before, Mm -hmm. but I don't think we, if we did, I don't remember it too well, and I don't think we did it justice, Mm -hmm. but it's hypnotism. Mm. And, Mm. yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, I'm been getting i think we i think we did talk about it before but i'm fine revisiting things you know because i've been getting super into this um you've been getting hypnotized no but like that's like the thing that i want to look for because like i have like i've been hypnotized before but in like fun like context or like things like that right Mm-hmm. never sexually yeah but like and i do think i fall high on like the hypnotically suggestible oh, really? scale oh, yeah so lucky yeah and so um I, I really want to find somebody to hypnotize me in real life because so hypnotism, I mean, it takes so many different, it's really kind of like a blank canvas. So like, what do you want to do with it? Totally. Like what kind of Getting side? your brain into a certain yeah. suggestive well, how do you, state. Yeah. How do you want to get into it? And for me, I, I have two ways that I like to get into it at least. Um, 
one is just being the idea of being used and controlled and like not being able to like say yes or no to anything, sure. right? Like the consent aspect being taken mm-hmm. away from me, right? Yeah, it's a way to play with consent. Great. Yeah, and, I, and I'm into the kind of doll fetish where you're like trapped in your own body, but aware. Mm-hmm. I like that idea and that intense presence, right? If you feel everything being done to you. So that's one side. But the other side that I'm also really into is uh, bimbofication, sure. which I think we might have also talked we about. We did talk about that a little yeah. bit. But I think it's so great where it's like you're normal for a while, but then every now and then you have a trigger that like snaps you into this idea of just like all you are is a brainless slut and you're only there to like serve and like please. Ooh, it's just like, yeah, I can yeah. see that. I like the yeah. like trigger on and off. How do you, mm-hmm. how do you get out of that? Well, it's like they like hypnotize you into it. And so like oh. the way it works is you have certain words and phrases that are repeated that are like triggers to like make your mind like go into that hypnotic mm-hmm. state oh. where your only thought is like, <laughs> I need to suck dick. You're like, I need to, yeah, do Surf. whatever. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and so those triggers are like, as you're hypnotized and you hear those words, you go deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. That's know. hot. It just seems hypnotism so fucking cool. It's, it's maybe it's the nerdy side of me that thinks it's cool, but I just think oh, in general awesome. as a fetish, like I would love to be hypnotized yeah. and done some, you know, have some, but who knows have, how to actually do it. That's the thing. It well, seems like a, a friend, rare but now skill. You got to find someone who want who you want to have sex with, who wants to, that's the thing. I mean, all you have to do is be vaguely attractive. If I'm hypnotized, I don't. I yeah, but they control. have to want to have sex with you too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying we have to find someone who. Oh, knows you said him. that you want to have sex with. Both. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You're right. You need to yeah. find one who want who you you want to have sex with each other who also knows how to, you know hypnotherapy. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I have a well. We have a friend who has been learning hypnotherapy for therapeutic reasons, but there's probably a community. We could have access to. That's if you want to go to one of their parties and see if anyone want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably be a good in. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any networking events? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I would love that to, or, or just like you know how it, my thing for nurturers. So if I go to a therapist uh, networking event and I'm just flirting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, find the professions who who work for our kinky shit and just go to their networking events. And we're just like, oh no, we're not in your industry at all. We're here to see if any of y'all want to fuck. Yes, yeah. we have some fantasies. Oh, oh, us. Oh, we're the fun of the party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> uh. What would, yeah, what invite your, us to your mixers if you have a yeah. cool job that you think we'd like to fuck people in your profession. <laughs> um, so I feel like we're generally pro-hypnotism, but just like, totally. what's your ideal situation there? Like, let's say you find somebody that you do want to fuck that you can be hypnotized by. Okay. Like, what what do you want them to have you do? Or like, what's your like, what's what, what are you writing out in your head? Okay. <laughs> um... I mean, I should take some time to think about this, but I'll try to just think yeah, out loud unless you want to, unless you want to go first. I'll I just told. Oh, that was what you wanted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, either bimbo, bim, make me a bimbo mm-hmm. or just like use me as yeah. a doll. Okay. Whatever. I think it would. Yeah. I think both really appeal. Right. So if you kind of hypnotize, hypnotize me and get me into a suggestible place where you're either telling me what you want me to do to you or you're doing whatever you want to me either way. Like I love that kind of taking away of 
agency and like one person just doing whatever they want or having done to them whatever they want like either way is just super hot yeah so have you ever been hypnotized before yeah really mm-hmm. by a friend mm-hmm. by anybody else um well i've been to a couple of live hypnotism shows and like the first one you know he first starts by uh hypnotizing the whole audience kind of and then like try, kind of uh, peeling off the more suggestible people and t- to be on stage. And I waited through the first round, but then my skeptic brain turned on just a little bit. And so, um, I didn't, but you know, I've also, I don't know, like just stray times where I'll be in some situation where someone's trying to hypnotize people. I'm, I'm into it. Like I, it just, just scientifically, like out of curiosity, like I've always been fascinated by hypnotism. So mm. something I'm interested in. Okay. Hmm. The, the other way that it's used a lot that I'm kind of into, but it's a little bit harder for me because I think it goes a little bit deeper is like people being turned into other things. Right. So okay. it's like, you know, sometimes it like crosses with like the puppy play sure, or like thinking. Mm-hmm. whatever, or like, or like our age regression shit where like you're going back to being, you're being hypnotized to be a baby or like a seven year old or whatever, or a teenager you yeah. know, moving you around to be like, a, not just like, controlled but like a completely different like kind of person right if you're interested in fucking one of us and you're a hypnotist go ahead and write us in i'm I'm gonna lay down some rules right now (laughs) sure sure sure. no goatees that's a good good call shave that if you got it like look you're gonna i'm not gonna like just let some like fucking no well obviously hypnotize me no you'll you'll obviously still be vetted i'm just saying like yeah you know you can ask we will consider sure yeah but let's be realistic like i don't want you to look what i think about mm-hmm. when I think of a hypnotist. Totally. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not. But that's probably a stereotype. And probably there's a lot of hypnotists who don't look at all like that. Yeah. I also don't want anyone to call me that looks like you would think they would know how to do magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. But if you're, you know, cool. and But if I look at you and I don't. If you, it is not saying that if you know how to do magic is a bad thing. But I want to look at you and be like, no, oh, you know how to do magic. Yeah, exactly. You can know how to do magic. Totally, exactly. Like, but you, you get you, it. You need to pass as a normie. Pass, yeah. <laughs> you need to be able to pass. That's yeah, all we need ask. You to pass. Not to hold the double standard yeah. here, but. <laughs> but Austin's working on it. You can work on it too. Shave the goatee. <laughs> Transition to your non-magician looking ass life. <laughs> yeah. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.